Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Joe Gruen. Joe, question for you. Yeah. How many action movies you see uh, have the main character die halfway through the movie? <laughs> Not many. Not but you many. Know, you know, movie does have the star die halfway through the movie? Our film this week. The Medallion, 2003, starring Jackie Chan. This is our third movie in Jackie Chanuary, as we call it, and the first from his American series. And Joe, I'm going to be real honest with you. This week, this movie, I'm just waiting to get to next week's movie. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Chan fights a board, Joe. <laughs> this was a good preparation, though. You have some supernatural elements. Um, you have some discombobulated storylines it's you know it's something you have you have characters that suddenly have a set of skills that are never explained and then never brought up ever again yeah <laughs> you have you have uh running gags and jokes that fall flat on their face over and over and over again every single time hey joe did you, uh uh i'm gonna i'm gonna come around a corner yell interpol and nothing will be there there you go <laughs> now that's not funny the first time but the tenth time it's that's also not funny. That's quite grating the first time. <laughs> well, the first time it wasn't so bad because it was like a statue. And I was like, okay, I get it. But then he was just like going into empty rooms. He's like and... hitting his head on the top of door sills. Oh, God. Yes. So, uh, Joe, yeah. do you want to just hop into High Binders? The original name of this movie. High Binders. High Binders. There's, there's not much binding. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? What is a well, highbinder? No, I know exactly what they're going for. See, there's highlanders <laughs> and highbinders. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. I just looked up highbinder and it's assassin, especially one belonging to a Chinese American criminal organization. Except there's no Chinese Americans in this movie. They're in China and then they're in. <laughs> in Nor in are there assassins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the name of this, but I saw that on IMDb and I was like, that must have been an early name for this film or something. But then at the end, when there's the blooper reel, if you look on, I don't know what it's called, the the clacker. What's that thing called? Uh, oh, yeah. The the cut and the go or whatever. Yeah, it is. What's it called? The clapper. Clapper, right? Yeah. I was so close. It says high binders on it. So th while they were making this movie, it was called High Binders. And then they were like, oh, boy, that makes no sense. We need to change it. <laughs> isn't there a medallion in this movie? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a better idea? It'd be better to call this. I call this movie like, uh, you know, like mystery clones or anything, than high, anything, <laughs> anything. you know, Lee, Lee Evans ears. There we'll we call go. it that. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, Joe, let's get into. The Medallion 2003, a Jackie Chan production. Jeff, spell the medallion. Huh? Spell medallion. M-E-D-A-L-L-I-O-N? Wrong. What? Silent J. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right off the bat, first note. Oh, cool. There's a medallion in this movie. <laughs> That's our first shot. Yeah, there's a medallion. Slow and, motion. And I'm, I'm glad because I was I was wondering, I was like, how I long? Was, yeah, is there going to be a medallion in this movie? I was really hoping for there to be a high binder. 
whatever that is. If I didn't see it in the first three seconds, I was assuming it was a metaphor for something. Or it was a uh, a bait and switch. Bait you're and watching switch. the movie, you're like, I thought there was going to be a medallion in this. And it's just a coin. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a small coin. Uh, guy opens crate to get an old book. Old hmm. Chinese man. That's, that's safe to assume. Um, since this is in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, gets an old book. It's all bound in paper. Yeah. And uh, then he opens it up in front of his desk, and all of a sudden a blonde guy appears, and he's real nefarious looking. He's very evil British. You can tell he's British. Also, extraordinarily plain. Incredibly plain. The only, like, defining feature is he's blonde and he's British. One of the most plain villains maybe in any movie I've ever seen. No, the way he looks is he's just kind of like a tall, thin, kind of emaciated face. He should have like a defining scar or something or something. He looks just like a stand in. He's completely forgettable. Yeah. And he's played by Julian Sands, which is almost a better name than his name in the movie, which is Snakehead. Yeah. What the hell's that about? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was waiting for like them to be like, oh, you know, his real name is like Robert Johnson. You know, right. But they call him Snakehead. But no, they just call him Snakehead throughout the whole movie, which is <clears throat> there's a lot of movies where they do things where there's like vague Orientalism, but they're just like, it's fine. It's a white guy. Like they right. do that a lot. They do that a lot in like around like 2000. Yes. Yeah. They just turned a bunch of white guys kind of Asian. For yeah. Some and in this one, he has like the cool like magician cape that the Doctor Strange cape later on in the movie. That's like vaguely. Right. Uh, yeah, vaguely his hot topic jacket. Yes. <laughs> to go with this stupid little finger claw. <laughs> finger claw was re- <sighs> That was a choice. It's just enough. <laughs> we get it. Stop trying to make him interesting three quarters into the movie. I've forgotten him already. Yeah. He's just a guy. Fucking Paul Bettany knockoff. All right. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Fucking nailed him. All right. <laughs> I'm going uh, to try to find him. I'm going to be like, Paul Bettany knockoff. <laughs> Go find him on Twitter. Ruin his life. Uh, blonde guy is what I call. I start off calling him. He reads Sanskrit from this book. I think it's Sanskrit. Yeah, it's, and, it's, uh, it's Sanskrit, which doesn't make any sense. Oh, I, is it Sanskrit and not Sanskrit? Yes. I'm an idiot. I have called it Sanskrit for 35 years. It's all right. It's Nobody's going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> That's always reassuring. Um, yeah. He rambles about a boy who gives people superpowers, basically. Then he tosses the old Asian man a fat stack of of dollars. And uh, the Asian guy wants more, and he nearly gets knifed for it in his throat. He gets knifed. The knife draws blood. Oh, it does. Yeah, but he doesn't actually get like... He he doesn't get killed, but he he draws blood. And And then the blondie leaves. Blondie, Blondie guy leaves. But Blondie finds out that the sacred medallion, it's basically the scarab from Aladdin, where you get like the two halves, and then right. ma- magical things happen. But Do we know it's halved yet? That's kind of a reveal, right? Oh, halved. yeah, I knew it. It says, because I said it's the scarab from Aladdin, because you need both halves. Okay. So already, we already know you need both halves. And like That's interesting, because he forgets that later on, remember? Yeah. Because he's yeah. like, I'm an immortal. And then the boy's like, no, you no, know, you're not. a fucking idiot. You need both halves. Yeah. Which we'll get to that because he still gets powers from that. I don't understand why he doesn't just make all of his thugs go through the same process. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> why not make them all immortal? I guess he wouldn't want to be challenged. 
I guess, but he could still give them superpowers. Like he's the only one who gets to be immortal, but the rest of them can still get superpowers. He could still pay them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And all the same powers, but he could just pay them. And Joe, what he does? Why does he need this book? I don't know. He's like, I don't okay. know if the book serves. Be yeah, because he already knew about the medallion. He's like, okay, this thing I know about the medallion, I still know it. Here's a bunch of money. Thank you. Did he not know about the boy, maybe? Uh, he seems to have known about the boy. Yeah, the I don't see he's going to get the boy. Oh, in the fourth month of the year of the snake. Uh, yeah, maybe. I stopped taking notes on that. Yeah, I don't know. Should have read the part about the fucking fish and lizard come to life and eating your soul. Yeah, that part, he really he really should have turned the page on the yeah. Sanskrit thing. You don't skim, boys. Because <laughs> if you screw up, a fish and lizard eats your soul and then you're trapped in the medallion forever. Yes. <laughs> Which what I was wondering, I was like, I was wondering if that was setting up like the medallion too. Don't. Or he care. gets out of the medallion. Don't you dare. Our next movie, The Medallion 2. (laughs) I can't do it today. Um, Cut to Hong Kong, safe bet, I believe, where a man is cooking frogs. Joe, knowing what I know, I'm guessing this is actually Wuhan. Yes. (laughs) There's frogs. There's probably dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. Jackie Chan tells the dog. Not at that squid shack. (laughs) Yeah. But he clearly implies that there are dogs being served yeah. somewhere in the city. Yeah. So Jackie Chan gets served a whole a whole octopus, which how dumb does the dog have to be to think that that's a dog? And a dog is begging from him. And he goes, it's nobody, you know, OK? Yeah. He racisms his, himself. He self-racisms. Yeah. <laughs> he self-cancels. I don't know if you can get canceled for that. Yeah. <laughs> if you just racism yourself really casually. It's like racism jujitsu. Like you, you, or racism, uh, where is it where you use the weight against them? Uh, judo. Jo- oh, judo. Yes. yes. He does racism judo. He does racism on himself, so you can't do racism on him. Yes. Jews have been doing it for centuries. <laughs> uh, JC orders some squid. Oh, I already said that. He ends up giving it to this hungry dog because he keeps yes. whining. And I looked it up. Dogs can't eat octopus. Oh, good. Yeah. It's actually good for them. Hey, you yeah. don't say. So he helped this street dog. Nice. Ho- hopefully it wasn't alive, though. That would be kind of hard to get down. Uh, oh, God. It's just like latched onto the dog's face. You're suffocating it. He's yeah. like, there. Yeah, thank God you're done whining. No. Yeah, <laughs> and you shut up. Uh, JC's Jackie Chan's young guy hair is infuriating. Joe. He's f- this man's 60. <laughs> Fun fact. So that is hair. So they had. So remember. With, um, uh, was it Samurai Cop? Samurai Cop. Yeah, he's like, well, we're done filming. He's like, psych, you got to come back. We got to do more. That same, th- that same thing happened here. But with the uh, uh, X versus Sever, where somebody watched the first cut of the film, and they were like, this is gibberish. We have to redo this. Oh, okay. So Jackie Chan was filming Shanghai Nights, and that and he had that hair. Had that long hair. So they, they, they had to read, they redid the beginning. Of the movie, and that's why he has this ridiculous long hair. And it's like two weeks yeah. later. The only reason you know the passage of time is because Jackie Chan got a haircut. Correct, dude. The first upon first viewing, I missed the two weeks later, and I thought it was yeah. like ten years later. So they were doing like a he's young because he's got the long hair thing, oh, and then yeah. oh he's professional now. Now he's, he's a businessman in yeah. his thirties and forties. He went from like weird street screw up guy to like 
inter- Interpol liaison in two weeks. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> he does. He looks ridiculous in his hair. <laughs> um, so did, uh, oh, and I said, did he just racism himself? He did. Uh, Asian shopping cart lady nearly gets run over by Blondie's car, but she's actually an undercover agent. Yes. Wait, is it racist to ask if this is Watson's wife? Because I didn't think about it till just now. That would be incredible if that was like what they dropped. Because they never <laughs> follow that up later on. We'll get to that. But like... nope, Diana C. Wang was undercover woman. So okay. no, it's just the the. We'll we'll get to the Watson's wife. So I think she's in the Hong Kong police, but it's very interesting. She has no accent. She yeah. is an American. She's got an American accent. She's an American yeah. Asian person. But also, she's I pulled, in the, Hong Kong, Hong Kong I pulled the movie up. She looks nothing like uh, Watson's wife. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Asian. Yeah. Okay. So fake crippled guy from something about Mary is in this. He's squad leader. Kind of really he's squad leader, but nobody like listens. To him. Yeah. Like, he's like having his boys play pie gal until Jackie Chan shows. Hey, we got to go. Yeah, like, nobody listens to him. Nobody respects him. Like, I don't know how this guy is boss. Like, is he the, like, son of Interpol, the bo- the head of Interpol? Like, how did he get to be the boss? Oh, he's, like, yeah, a son-in-law or something. Yeah. Um, actually, he can't be a son-in-law because his wife thinks he's a little boring. Um, But anyway, so uh, is this Lee Evans? Is that this guy's name? Yes. This okay. is former wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, Lee Evans. I only know him from something about Mary and this that's movie. All, that's all I know him from is, is there's something about Mary and he plays like the same. Well, once he like he, drops the shtick, he's the, in something about Mary. He's the same kind of just like, but kind of like stonery. Yeah. But kind of like all over the place. Like he is in this movie. He was my favorite part of something about Mary and he might be my least favorite part in this movie. Wow. He is grating. He's pretty bad. He he doesn't like I'm trying to think of if they made the movie where instead of Lee Evans, it was Watson's wife. And I'm trying having a hard time figuring out what's different. Like if Lee if like Lee Evans is the husband that doesn't know that she's a secret agent. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out what's different. And it might even be a better movie. Could be for sure. Um, so fake fake crippled guy uh, is Interpol. And Jackie Chan is Hong Kong police, and I am already bored. <laughs> yeah. I always love when they have these type of movies where they're like, all right, this is this is what kind of law enforcement you are. But this is what kind of law enforcement you are. But I'm in charge. Like, Oh, there's, but there's a conflict of interest there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so, like, played out. It's so hackneyed. I hate it. Yeah, let's spend five minutes of screen time of a half hour and a half movie trying to work through this. Yeah, just trying to sort out who's in charge. Yeah, who cares? Uh, Blondie bad guy is called Snakehead, we find out. Mm-hmm. His black driver and his number one is called Giscard. Yeah, and I I was trying to see, um, you know, I was I pulled up the movie to see the, the undercover lady and he just showed up. He looks like the Kingslayer from Game of Thrones, too. Oh, uh, Jamie Lannister? Jamie Lannister, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he looks like that. So if you, you're having trouble picturing it, he looks a lot like Jamie Lannister. Yes, but less interesting because he has both his hands. Yes. Um. So Snakehead and Giscard raid this monk temple, 
and they find a small boy meditating. Mm -hmm. And some older guy hands the boy two halves of a medallion, and then he slinks off. This is this is a scene they put in the movie where he gives him a medallion, <laughs> then just backs out of the room. <laughs> and the kid's like, "Is this the medallion?" Right. Um, so JC says Interpol can't go in because it's a holy place, but, uh, fake crippled guy says, uh, his guns are holy because this is the first of many horrifyingly bad jokes. Yes. Uh, his guns are holy because he shoots them and they make really big holies. And he's like tapping the guns together. Like he's like very proud of this. Horrible and then he joke. explains it. He's like, you get yeah. it, right? Because he's like, yeah, we got it. That's how you know it's a good a good joke is when you have to explain it. Right. Uh, fake cripple guy is in way over his head on this mission. He's just panicking right off the bat. He's like, all right, let's go in. Oh, my God, what do we do? Yeah. Immediate, and what's funny is they're like sneaking into this temple and he's screaming instructions at his boys. Right, who are nowhere in earshot. Yeah, they're nowhere near. He's just yelling while as at this temple they're trying to sneak sneak into, and it's like, dude, <laughs> get a grip. Yeah, get it together, man. Uh, Monk boy is imbuing the medallion with a very bright light, and then it goes away. Yeah. He's he's right. infusing it with power. With 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 power, exactly. Uh, Snakehead takes out. This monk guard, the one that slunk out of the room earlier, he's like, hey, you can't be here. And he's like, Wukcha. and then he just takes him out. Um, then Jackie Chan sneaks in through the sewer because he's not allowed in there. He, because this is an Interpol mission. He's Hong Kong police. Yeah, hold on. We missed the part. So Lee, Ev the, we, we completely skipped the part where Lee Evans is just like jumping around corners and like almost shooting statues. And it's the worst joke in the, the whole movie. I thought that was later. I thought that was in, <clears throat> they do it the twice, last... Joe. Oh, it's a callback. <laughs> it's a callback, Joe. Whoa, that's how forgettable this first time is. <laughs> yeah, and Joe, there is. This is how little effort they put into it. There is a scene where Lee Evans is standing like <laughs> he's around a corner and he's like yeah. kind of up against the wall, and then it, the camera doesn't change angles and it just cuts to him like like he went around the corner. Like, he's holding his gun up, and he just went around the corner. They just did not... They were just like, you know what? Good enough. Like, that feels like the theme of this movie. Like, you know what? Good enough. Moving on. Moving on, yeah. That should be the tagline on the on the poster. Moving on. Moving on. Anyways. <laughs> Moving on. Anyways. Um, so, Snakehead... No, 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 wait. First we get uh, Jackie Chan. He's in the sewers, right? He's slinking around the sewers. Then he creates a diversion... By throwing a rock. And that gets the uh, the goons to go one way. And then he takes out a few of these goons. And they have all have guns. But he takes them out anyway. Uh, he gets his eardrums blown out. Because they start firing off the guns like near his head. In his ear, yeah. And so when Giscard walks by and goes, hey, what's going on in here? And he sees him. He's He does this thing where he's like gripping his ears. He's like, ah! He's doing the like kitten mittens. We're, we're Driving Charlie's you crazy! Oh, yeah. It's so exaggerated. And actually, you know what? The gun going off, it did have one of the the only good line in the movie that I liked. Where what? the guy sneaks around the corner and he's like, Peter? And he grabs his gun and he goes, yes. Eddie! <laughs> Eddie! <laughs> and is that where we find out his name's Eddie? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Uh, he then chases Giscard. And uh, 
Giscard ends up running back to Snakehead to drag him away, but it's before the ritual's been completed that he went there to to do. So Snakehead, in a fit of rage, he knocks over this torch to, I guess, burn the kid alive. I guess he's done trying to be immortal at that point. Yeah. One of several times in this movie where they just think he needs this kid. The whole movie is getting this kid to give him immortality. And he's like, you know what? Just kill the kid. <laughs> you know what this is? The director's just like, we need this has been 15 minutes now. We need something interesting to happen. <laughs> there people are checking out. I'm checking out, and this is my movie. So let's just have a fire. Yeah. So yeah, this is yeah. First of I think three times where he's like, All right, just kill the kid. Who cares? Just kill the kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who cares? It's just a kid. And then he flees. And then Jackie Chan ends up saving the boy. He jumps into the fire and whoop de doo Proves himself so, worthy the first time. Oh, is that what this is? This is all kind of a test of his... Yeah, I think so. Of his fortitude? That could be the case. <clears throat> Jackie Chan's name is Eddie Yang. Yeah. And Joe, I have a question for you. Well, uh-huh. actually, I don't know if we say... It. He's he's a competent police officer, right? He's Eddie not Yang? the... Yeah, he's not the best, but he can, like, he's competent. He infiltrated this base. Well, the first, <laughs> beg to differ. Let's, we'll get there real soon. But the first thing he does, he he lets the guy go. Yeah, but, I mean, they could have had him but be he like. he saw his face. <laughs> I mean, sorry, but they could have had him been like a desk guy or like a real bumbler. Sure. And, Instead, he's like, you know, beating guys up, doing karate. You know, he's he's doing Jackie Chan stuff. Well, shit, Marcini can do that. Yeah, well, I'm just saying they they really missed an opportunity to make the, this movie be like a zero, like a cop who like tries his best, who's not very good, but who like wants to be good. And then the medallion makes him good. Oh, I see. Like a nutty professor scenario. Or Joe, your favorite TV show. Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> I didn't even need you to say it. I'm there. I've already I've watched it all <laughs> since <laughs> since the first podcast I've I've been nonstop cramming. Um. Okay. So his name's Eddie Yang. Interpol guy's name is Watson. That would be the uh-huh. fake cripple guy from Something About Mary. Uh, Watson chastises Eddie for letting Snakehead escape, but Eddie saw his face. Yeah. Which that's all you need. Can you imagine <laughs> being a cop? And uh, let's say you're going after some crime mafioso. They know who this guy is, the snakehead guy. And so you're going after this guy. You're like, all right, we got a big bust. We've been preparing for four months for this thing. Let's get in. Let's get out. Let's get our guy. You come out. You're like, here's the deal. He (laughs) escaped. (laughs) But. (laughs) But I saw him. I did see his face. I could. He's treating it like they're Bigfoot hunting. <laughs> like he's like, I saw it. I didn't catch it, but I saw it. Like, yeah, no shit. We've all seen his face. We have his picture posted up all over the fucking office. <laughs> he's like, I saw his face. He looks like and he like pulls out the water poster. He looks just like this. It's just Paul Bettany. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Paul Bettany's IMDb. Um, Snakehead demands that Glasses guy, his other henchman, this would be his number two, tracks down the boy, Jeff. Two weeks later. Oh, man. Everybody's grown. They've done a growth. They're all different people now, basically. Jackie Chan got a haircut. Uh, his Jackie Chan's ex-fling of a girlfriend somehow got promoted to one of the highest positions in, in uh, Dublin. 
Yeah, and we re- we'll, we'll get to that, but I'm really confused about what this relationship was between Claire Forlani and Jackie Chan. It feels like a Tinder hookup. But she has, like, multiple pictures of him and her around her house. She's borderline. <laughs> <laughs> her or the nurse in Death Machines, Joe. You know, it's it's a face-off between those two, for sure. Um, get them both in love with the same guy, see which one comes out alive. See what happens. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Eddie has cut his hair. That's the first important thing. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a scuba mission. Another important thing. Yeah. Uh, glasses guy. When, so so basically, he's like drinking coffee. You see his short hair. He gets a phone call. He's like, we need you again to go to the docks. There's a smuggling there. Picture like most movies where any action star is it's impossible for them to drink coffee inside. In every movie, they're always at a table so on a true. video. <laughs> it's that scene. Yeah, they're always drinking like Italian style outside yeah. a cappuccino. Yeah, on on a patio, and it's just them sitting at a table doing business calls. Completely alone. Yeah, always. It never has the waitress coming over. Hey, can I get you uh, another, maybe a scone or something? <laughs> it's like I'm doing business. The phone. Uh, so glasses guys at the docks. And he's talking to a ship crewman who tells Glasses Guy that they've captured the boy. Uh, This exchange is dubbed. Yes. And I figured it out because they had to do a bunch of re-edits. So originally I thought that it was partially in Chinese, which it actually kind of was, Joe. (laughs) But it wasn't released in the Chinese market. It was supposed to be subtitled. You know how they do that in movies? And they were like, we're not not doing that. Because later on when the kid says he's afraid... That's dubbed too. And that was originally a Chinese. It's, I'm not afraid in Chinese. So that they means that. Jackie Chan at one point. Yeah. So that means that this was supposed to be like in China, they were supposed to speak more Chinese, but they were like, forget all that. Just forget I, all that. I think in one scene, though, one of the white guys gets dubbed too. Well, I think that that was because they had to do so many reshoots that that was them just redoing the dialogue. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, you know, this movie sucks. Yeah. Who's <laughs> this who is a disaster cares? already? Let's just. Put in the line we want to put in. They're like, did you see this bit from Lee Evans earlier? Because it's coming back later. That's <laughs> hey, Lee, do your fucking bit again. We, yeah. He wrote this one. Yeah. <laughs> Loves this one. We just let him write all his own jokes. <laughs> um, so Eddie and the men jump around on wires for a while. This is our first exposure to the stunts of this movie that are entirely Cirque du Soleil wire-based. Yeah, this was the first movie uh, Jackie Chan let them do um, com- computer graphics for him, CGI and stuff, because he is 49. Yeah, yeah. He's, get, he's 49, he's made a career out of doing, like, physical bits. Right. He's yeah, Johnny, he's the- Chinese Johnny Knoxville, basically. His body can't handle it. <laughs> right. He's Johnny Beijing. Yeah, I love that part of Rush Hour 2 where he uh, shoves a toy car up his asshole. Um, but He's yes, like, this, this is Jackie Chan. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> this is, uh, taking care of my mentally deficient brother. <laughs> right, right. This is, uh, my, uh, drowning my mentally deficient brother in the bathtub. And it's just him standing there while, while Dodo has a head underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, they cut the part out before where he's like, hey, want to see how long you can hold your breath underwater? I'll make sure to pull you up. Don't worry. I'll give you a dollar for every minute you're under there. 
bet he still doesn't make it to fifty dollars. Uh, I'm gonna pay that fucking tutor. Uh, anyway, got to bet on uh, the ponies. <laughs> so yes, so they're dubbed for some reason. Uh, Eddie and their men they jump around on wires. Oh, I said uh, crouching tiger, hidden wires. There you go. That's there a good one. There it is. Old, oldie but goodie. Oldie but goodie. Uh, yeah. Police arrive. And they are quietly or quickly blown up with Giscard's rocket launcher. Yeah. Giscard Which, has a rocket launcher now. He just has a rocket launcher. Also, uh, Hong Kong police just have a scuba unit. They have a boat. <laughs> they have Hong Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong Coast Guard or Hong Kong Chinese police just gets their boat blown up. Which, yeah. All right. Shoot. And and then uh, Jackie Chan's boys, they all just start bailing into the water. Uh, yeah. They're like, we're out of here. <laughs> they didn't know they had rockets. That's crazy. <laughs> this kid's on his own. Um, so Eddie starts taking guys out one by one on his own. And uh, he ties the guys. We get some classy Jackie Chan. That's what I yeah, Classic Jackie Chan moves. He ties the guy's shoelaces around his neck and like yeah, ties yeah. it to his shoe. It's like I had to watch this a bunch of times. I think it's his like his uh, uh, jacket, like pull strings. He ties those to his shoe. I think oh, that's. Oh, I is. see. Yeah, because I watched it multiple seem times. It's like it's that debilitating. I mean, you could just slip your arm out of the the jacket, right? Yeah, I mean, he's just trying to just trying to keep the guy down for a second. He's not trying to for stop him. Step. He's just he's just trying to annoy him. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> make for a funny looking scene. Um. So the police are oh wait wait no I got there. Um oh he also pulls the guy's pants down. That's that's huge. Yeah. Well I we don't know if it's huge. <laughs> that's right. He's wearing underwear. Because yeah. this is a PG movie. That's I'm right. pretty this is PG, right? Joe, it has to be. Has to be. They barely even hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this is PG. That's what I said, PG. Oh, I thought you said PG thirteen. Oh, no. There's nothing uh, even close to 13. Joe, here. it's PG-13, buddy. Good God. No, I forgot. If there was, like, any explosions back in the 90s and thousands, it had to be PG-13. Of course, Joe. The, the, well, I think uh, the main character dying might be something that's bad for little kids. And, then, and a ghost. <laughs> yeah, and then becoming a ghost. Ghost zombie. Um, a ghost that can interact with the physical world anytime he wants. And is seen by everybody. Anyway... Uh, so Eddie starts taking guys out. Uh, Giscard escapes with the boy at this mm -hmm. point. Uh, then Eddie arrives in Dublin via helicopter and the pilot is Asian. So the dialogue is dubbed. Again, uh, Eddie sees an old flame, Nicole, who compliments him, then slaps him because she's batshit. Yeah. Um, but that's also a classic move. Like, like, that's, in so many movies, a guy like, oh, it's a woman from my past, and just smacked. Yeah, and what's the perfect complimentary sound effect for a curveball like that? Uh, like a, a, a record scratch, maybe? That's exactly what occurs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, record scratch, she slapped him. What's that about? Well, she he, he didn't call her mm -hmm. for uh, three months? Is that what it was? They, he stood her up three months ago, but she has since moved to another country and has gotten promoted within Interpol. So presumably he could have, you know, tried to reach her and she'd be like, oh, I'm in another country now. Right. Well, he even says, like, I didn't know you were going to Ireland. And she's like, likely story. It's like, well, why yeah. would he? 
He's like, well, two weeks ago, I was busy. I had longer hair. I was busy growing this hair out. Yeah, I was getting so much poon back in all <laughs> with, with this the, hair. You should have seen it. Hair. Dogs were throwing themselves at me. I um, had to, you know how much I spent on octopus to keep dogs away from me? <laughs> uh she, yes, yeah, so I said she's batshit, but she's also the official liaison between Interpol and Southeast Asian security forces. Uh, Eddie apologized. Oh, she is boss. What? She is boss? Yeah, I think so. She's yeah. the one that's at the head of, of yeah, any connection. Joe, a lady boss? Come on. 2003? Come on. Come on. I mean. We weren't uh, ready for that. That's the most unrealistic thing in this movie. Totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Eddie apologizes for not calling. That means he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, Eddie is introduced to the commander and reunited with Watson, who is still a bit sore about that blown case from two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Get over it, buddy. But this is John, Jonathan Reese Davies, and it's like the biggest waste of him. Yeah. He has like, he has like four lines and he just shows up. And this was, I think this was like. Right after he got done filming Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like this so, came, this Joe, this came out between, hold on, this came out between Two Towers and Return of the King. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Twin Towers, that's crazy. That was released around that time. Um, oh, so the anyway. Two Towers, sorry. The Twin oh, two towers, towers were, the two towers were 9-11. Correct. Do you hear about 9-11-2001, Joe? I think I vaguely. Uh, <laughs> but so we find out that Glass's guy, is, his name's Lester Wong, and he's Snakehead's number two man. And uh, the commander chastises Eddie for his rudeness because he's being very rude to, uh, to Eddie. Wait, did I say Eddie? No, commander chastises Watson for his rudeness mm-hmm. um, towards Eddie. And Watson walks into a broom closet, womp, womp. But it's actually, he, he was trying to get a file, Joe. He was trying to get a file, but also, this is an, I'm not just saying womp, womp. There's an audible womp, womp. In the <laughs> There's a, so, so many tropes, like so many bad things that people make fun of. It was like the producers of this movie were like, yeah, do that. They were aiming for it. They're yeah, like, they're yeah. Like, I want that. I want that. I want them to know, yep, you know the womp womp? I want that. Yeah, like they were like, so yeah, so like Lee Evans like walks into this file closet and then it's like, you know, like womp womp. And they're like, okay, so I understand the vibe. Like, what do you want? He's like, no, I want. No. I, I, I want womp womp. You misunderstand me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's, up next is the smash cut to the most banal exchange ever, in my opinion, in film history. Did you pick up on this one? So office guy and Watson are talking in the hall. And mm-hmm. office guy says, yes, I think everything is in order. What do you think? Watson says, is it? Uh, well, yes. Well, let me have it checked out. Office guy says, yes, sir. Joe, they yes anded each other. <laughs> this is good improv. They yes anded. Does anything happen there? <laughs> he says, he says, so the guy says, is it? And Lee Evans goes, I don't know, is it? And he goes, I'll check on it. Like that's. Well, he says, well, this is this, right? Uh, like, yeah. yeah. Well, clearly, well, we'll see. Maybe I'll check. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Have you I... heard that video of the guy doing like a podcast 
He, d- he yes, does, where like, he doesn't say anything. Yes. <laughs> for like 35 seconds. He's like, I just think it's important that, you know, this discussion is something, you know, and I actually talked about it before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's interesting because that's so relevant to what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, we get a very long and loud argument between Watson and Eddie that makes them appear gay. Ha <laughs> ha. Early thousands. Yeah, real real great gay panic, because <laughs> he says, like, I, about being on top. Okay, it, but it's not just that. <laughs> it's like, like, that is, I do have a note on that. But also, like, it's basically everything. Like, they start off with this real relationship vibe where he's like, you left me, I didn't leave you. That's true, you're right. Yeah, there was this, like, like a jilted lover situation. Yeah, and he's like, because you always want to be on top. And I say, Eddie, see, here's the prop. My breakdown for you. See, Eddie is a top, but Watson wants to be the top. So Eddie settles for being a power bottom. A power he bottom. generates <laughs> most of the power from the bottom. I knew that's where that was going. <laughs> Been watching uh, a lot of Sonny. Um, but his, his retort to people thinking that he might be gay is to say, I'm a man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. I'm a man. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Real gay panic here. And he just has a full meltdown. Just a full meltdown. He storms out of the office from this argument, presumably in the he, middle of the workday. Like Jackie Chan just got there. He throws a fit. Yeah. And it's all because his dick coworker. I mean, his dick coworker was egging him on. Like you gave him a look like, you know what's going on here. Um, so Watson realizes how all this sounds, and he assures his office mates that he's definitely not gay with Jackie Chan. No. Um, not, not that there's, there's anything, anything wrong with it. Uh, then he storms off to cook dinner for his beard. I mean, wife. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jackie Chan has actually the other good line in this movie. Which is? It's because Nicole goes, one to ten, how did that go? And he goes, about a seven. Below zero. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Jackie Chan. He's a jokester. Well, thank God Nicole is into gay guys. So she asks Eddie to dinner at Watson's place. Uh, the catch is this. Watson's family thinks he's a librarian. Jeff, the evidence is mounting. That he's... Uh, uh, oh, that... What's I'll the evidence? give you some more here. Watson <laughs> answers the door in an apron. Ah, here we go, yes. Watson's wife is Asian, and her name's Charlotte. Actually, that has nothing to do with this. But then also... <laughs> you said that like it was so definitively part it of it. It was the name. I just needed to have it in there. Here's the nail in the coffin, Jeff. Yeah. Eddie brings a massive bouquet of flowers. And a bottle of wine. And a bottle of wine. <laughs> just in case things get, you know, a little hot and heavy. But this is in no way a housewarming flowers. <laughs> You can't put this on no. a table. This thing is bigger than Jackie Chan's almost his whole body. <laughs> it's like uh, winning a um, like a beauty pageant yes. size. Yes, it's a prize. It's a prize bouquet. Yes. Um, so Watson's, Watson's, they meet Watson at the door. Everyone gets reminded that his wife thinks he's a librarian. Mm-hmm. They're both librarians, I guess. Um, Apparently. Or are they? Uh, right. So... Well, we know he's not. So anyway, (laughs) Watson's pork chops are ruined, but a cool 70s style montage will get him out of this jam featuring Twist and Shout. Absolute 
just this movie was down below bad. This was just like I just was just shaking my just like come just like come on. Man. <laughs> well, they're like, trying to get you back in the groove, doing? baby. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Like, yeah, it was um, it was uh, not great. And then does the the twist and shout goes through dinner into karaoke? Well, it starts with um. I think I wrote some of this stuff down. Um, yes, Eddie's cooking skills consist of flipping jello mold onto a separate plate, and he's not particularly great at that either. No, like Lee Evans has to stop him because he has just to correct to, him. Yeah, because it's first it's just a bowl of raspberries. It's gonna flip a bowl of raspberries onto a plate, and he's like, "That's not how this works." <laughs> he's like, "What? Are you, what are you doing, man?" They should have shown that. <laughs> Where he just lifts it up and all the raspberries fall on the floor. That would have been great. Uh, Such a missed opportunity there. Anyway, twists and shouts going the whole time. Uh, Lee Evans is making most of the food. Jackie Chan's in the way. And then they go to the table, the dining room table, and they're all eating. Now, this is interesting. Charlotte is fascinated. Charlotte is Watson's wife. Mm -hmm. Fascinated by the way that Eddie eats, which looks like a normal man eating. He's, He's wolfing a little bit. He's wolfing a little bit, but not so much that it matters. Like, if they just showed a big shot, they didn't focus on him. Oh, you wouldn't notice. It's not like you see you in movies where people are, like, house and stuff with two hands and, like, re- like putting a hand in a mouth and, like, reaching out and grabbing something from a communal, like, like actual, like, wolfing. It's just he's eating kind of fast. Yeah, he's not Tarzaning it. He's just yeah. fucking eating. Yeah. And, um, but that's a joke. That's supposed to be a joke. <laughs> Joe, this okay. whole movie is a joke. Um, anywho, Eddie and Nicole break into the little twist dance. Do a little yeah, twist. Th- it was karaoke. They were doing karaoke and they started dancing. Because she's got a microphone in her hand. Oh, does she? <laughs> yeah, she has a microphone. Claire Forlani, Nicole has a microphone in her hand. So is that racist if 50% of the people there are white? Why would... <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't think it is, especially because I think, I think, I think, call me crazy. I think Claire Forlani is angling for some sort of like wife swap situation. You think? (laughs) She's like, is she a racial purist? (laughs) Maybe. She's like, no, she's like, you, she's like, I'm just throwing this out there. Jackie Chan, you go with Charlotte. You go together, you go together, and then we go together because of because of our skins. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Joe. She doesn't like miscegenation. She doesn't like it. It's 2003. Too early. Again, too early for this. Black people hadn't been on Friends yet. Right? <laughs> or Seinfeld, really. I mean, Seinfeld, yeah. except for Jackie Child. Uh, so anyway, uh, they're doing the twist dance. Mm-hmm. I, it, I love that they're doing... A, we've been listening to Twist and Shout. And then they twist. And then they're actually twisting and shout. It's just. <laughs> but Joe, they're having a great time. Do you know how I know they're having a great time? Well, even <laughs> because Watson, Watson's got a tie on his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Watson joins in the fun. He jumps. Yeah. At first, he's skeptical. I love that they do the pause. He's like, what's going on here? And he doesn't have the tie in his head. And then they cut back to Jackie Chan and, and Claire. And then all of a sudden, Watson pops up out of the side of the screen, and he's jumping up and down. He's got a tie on his head. He's doing, you know, he's reaching for a lampshade. He's, like, gauging how much fun the party's going to be. <laughs> he's, like, testing lampshades around the house on his head. Not nah, that one's a little too small. That's not going to do it. That's not going to look right. Um, so they're just having a ball and then, uh, it's, he's loosened up. That's part of what this scene's about is that he's loosening up. But does he, he acts exactly the same afterwards as immediately after when they're playing Scrabble or whatever. That was, I think that was Mahjong. Oh, that makes more sense. (laughs) Then Scrabble. Cause they were playing Mahjong earlier in the squad car. Uh, Nicole and Eddie ask Watson to, um, Help them find a really rare book. Yeah. That sounds like what you tell a kid when you're going to go see your boyfriend, your secret boyfriend. I'm going to get a, because you're like, what do kids hate? Books. I'm going to get a book. You don't want to come. I'm (laughs) going to be elbow deep in a book. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you just watch cartoons on your TV that has no furniture facing it? I don't know if you noticed that later, but the TV's just by itself in the corner. No furniture is facing it whatsoever. <laughs> just sent the crew in there. They're like, set it up like a living room. You know, it's got a TV. It's got a chair. It's got some couches. Chair. You know, Throw it anywhere. <laughs> you know, a living room. A living room. You've seen these before. They all live in studios. They have no idea. <laughs> um, so what's it? Well, he's a librarian. Yeah. We get reminded. Watson agrees to find it with them on one condition. He gets to be the head librarian. But he already is the head librarian. Yeah, they're they're like, cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he He's like, okay. But he smiles. He's like, yeah. He's like, I got it. You still got it, Watson. Later that night, he's in bed with Charlie. He's like, did you see I got that promotion? Yeah. I'm head librarian. <laughs> Now, now you can uh, lay off a little bit, huh? <laughs> Not getting promoted Chill after out. Which, how do you, how do you like, how is head librarian like a a cover for an Interpol officer? It's like oh, I got to go to this uh, two week long librarian conference. Yeah, I was thinking, why not any other job? <laughs> why librarian? Yeah, you could be like uh, any sort, any sort of like business, just generic businessman, like accountant. Well, not accountant because accountants don't travel anywhere. You could they be like all over the place if they're auditing. Well, not internationally. Sometimes you could be like, oh, I, I do marketing. I gotta go do this marketing thing in China. Yeah, you just say you got a conference. You go wherever the hell. Um, so Nicole and Eddie are back at Eddie's hotel. He's already checked in, so she doesn't have to come up. She's like, hey, how about we come up? He's like, nah, I'm already checked in. <laughs> He's like, I'm good. He's like, I don't want coffee. I'm not even, uh, I'm pretty tired. I want to I want to get a night's sleep. We have something to do tomorrow. What the hell is yeah. wrong with you? I'm here for business. Uh, but they do almost kiss at Eddie's hotel. Actually, I put that in my notes. They don't almost kiss. They basically don't even get close to each other. They just sit, stand there giggling for yeah. like, 10 20 seconds and then she it's awkward she just walks yeah. off and it's he's like, like hey 12 year olds want to kiss they just kind of yeah. stand there awkwardly well and then this is another 12 year old moment because he's like hey and like any grown adult would just be like how about this and then walk over and kiss him or something but this guy's like hey she's like yes he's like 
had a really fun time. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Chan's like, like, you're such a good friend. <laughs> she's like, oh. <laughs> He's like, Nicole, why can't I find a girl just like you? You're such a good friend. Do you have anyone? Do you know anyone yes. who's single? <laughs> um, yes. So we're at the next day. And somehow, by chance, Eddie and Giscard bump into each other. And Giscard has placed some gum because they're getting the same taxi. Giscard has placed some gum underneath the handle after he gets out. Jackie yeah. Chan goes to get him, gets the gum on his hand, goes, hey, asshole. And Giscard turns around, gives him a smile like he's pulled this stunt before. But then Jackie Chan recognizes him. And they chase each other. He's like, hey, you're the guy who blew up our boat full of men. <laughs> you're a With wanted a murderer line. in China. <laughs> I was going to give you a fine for gum on a on a taxi cab, which is a finable offense. But uh, Murder, anyway, that's that's got to take precedence. That takes precedent here. We'll get to the gum thing later. Uh, more wire jumping in this scene. Everyone, so much wire jumping. They jump. It's funny. They're on like pavement level ground and they're like jumping over crowds of people. <laughs> yeah. Or they're jumping over things like at one point. uh Giscard jumps over a table that Jackie Chan just like pushes out of the way. Like they're just jumping over things they don't need to be jumping over. Right. It's it's crazy. And then they're like jumping on walls, like running on sides of walls and stuff. Um, Eddie catches him and shoves him in an alley eventually and shoves him in a trash can and then shoves another trash can over him. So he's trapped in there. Um, and then he kicks it and the banter ensues and Giscard gives up the boy's location um he's on a boat well uh, he he first uh, first of all well he goes, I yeah he wedges him in between two trash cans he just like yeah. locks him in there by deforming the trash can and i said down. i said he did a police brutality and then giscard's like you have you ever heard of police brutality and jack chan says sounds like fun right <laughs> not a good cop joe well so eddie interrogates entirely in gags and one-liners he does for this Pick the bucket if you say so. If you no, he's like he's like uh, one more time. Then I kick the can, or like you kick the can. And he's like yeah. kick the bucket. He's like huh? He's like you mean kick the bucket? And he's like sound okay if you say if, so. If you say so, yeah. He's like what kind of music you like? Bam 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 bam. Yeah, that was a that was a thing. Oh boy! And then this ends finally. And Watson, uh, we get back to Watson. He's laying out a plan because he's head librarian. Unfortunately, his assistant librarians bail, and they do their own thing. Uh, the boy is named Chosen One, we find out here. <laughs> Chosen One. Uh, Eddie's plan is to walk up to Lester Wong and arrest him, which would have worked if Lester hadn't had five goons with him. Yeah, it really doesn't, doesn't uh, work very well. So Eddie now has to fight these guys. Uh, but he gets locked in a shipping container at the very end uh, where he finds the boy nestled inside. He's The boy had run off. Uh, so he calls up Watson, who puppet legs his way down a ladder, and then his his gag tie flips up into his face. That was really weird. He lands, and then he's, like, pulling the phone up to answer Jackie Chan. But, yeah, like, the, the tie just, like, flops up into his face. Completely which, flat. Yeah. Which goes into his face. means it was a decision to do so. Yes. It's a dicky. <laughs> it's the flapping dicky, basically. Yeah. And Joe, this this part has the same problem as Heart of the Dragon. 
Uh-huh. They are Interpol. Call yes. in Interpol. Call yeah. in the cavalry. It doesn't sure. need to be the three of you. Right. You guys can lock down. It's a boat. You can stop entrance and exit from the boat. You are Interpol. You have the ability to do that. You totally. don't have to go in the three of you. Yeah, I don't understand. You're right. Yes. But Jackie Chan has done this multiple points times to this point of the movie where he's gone in on his own. He's a he's a loose cannon. Yeah, he's a loose cannon. Um, so Nicole and Watson, they try to find the right container that he's in. Uh, and they do. But the container gets knocked into the ocean by some drunk crane operator. It was Dapper Thug. Is that his name? Uh, that's what I called him. The Dapper the Thug. the sidekick with the bowler and the glasses. Oh, he's a thug. He's not actually just some crane guy that does this. By no, it's, it's his like right hand man. The one who gets killed in the 9-11 later on. Oh, right. No, wait, no. That's not Lester Wong. Yes, it is. In the crane? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, if you say so. Um, Eddie makeshifts an airtight capsule within the ca- within the container for the boy to breathe in while he drowns. Here's the thing. Uh, Claire Forlani undid the latch. The door oh, yeah. should just swing open. Oh, no, but if it fell on the latch, the water would push it back toward the the container. Yeah, but he's once the once the container though it equalizes, Jackie Chan should be able to just push it open. There's no reason for Jackie Chan to to die, is what I'm saying. Uh, there's a very important reason for him to die because that's basically the rest of the movie. <laughs> that is just the rest of the movie. Uh, so there's an exchange of the medallion in this tense moment where Jackie's about to die, where um, uh, the boy kind of holds the medallion to his to his hand. Something's mm-hmm. going on. Here's some magic. Uh, later, when they dig up the container, the boy is alive, and Eddie has drowned. Um, oh, by the way, there's some parts in this that make zero sense. Physically. Some parts of this? <laughs> Where he's reaching his hand inside the container, and he's completely submerged in water. And there's no water getting into the little airtight tent that he's making. Yeah, so he makes this airtight tent, but there's, like, a hole, and he, like, puts his hand in and then, like, ties it off. So his yeah. hand's, like, holding the kid's hand inside. So at some point, this kid is just holding a dead man's hand. <laughs> right. And somehow it's not leaking. There's no water coming in. Yeah, it's wild. Um, so, yeah, he drowns. That's, they find Eddie. He's drowned. He's dead. The boy is alive. Uh, and watson just like yanks him out of this thing is like you all right and kid's like yep yeah but nicole mourns the man she dated briefly who never called her back three months ago dated him briefly what's she gonna do with all those photos around her house now it's gonna be weird now it's gonna look weird uh the boy does monk magic on eddie with the medallion a little bit more uh, magic and then nicole says her final goodbye to eddie's corpse at the morgue Watson sticks around to make sure no one does anything weird with the body. If anybody's going to do anything weird with the body, it's going to be Watson. Well, because he was such an honorable man in life that it would be a shame. I mean, they swapped wives, Joe. (laughs) Something were to happen after the fact. Um, uh, But but Eddie's ghost appears. 
but he's not a ghost exactly. He's more of an immortal. He's like a duplicate, an immortal duplicate. He's an undead duplicate of Jack, of uh, Eddie. Yeah, so let's talk about this for a little bit. He exists yeah. outside of his old body. Yes. This new Jackie Chan. Yes. Like he was cloned almost in the moment. Yeah, so this happens three times that all three of the people who die, they get cloned. And then yes. the old body sticks around for a question mark amount of time. Turns into dust whenever it feels like it. Yeah, because do we see Claire Forlani turn to dust? I don't believe we do. Spoiler alert, she dies. She dies, but not really, because she, death is inconsequential in this movie. Yeah, there's no stakes to this movie. This kid can just put put the medallion in anybody's hand and they're alive again. Yeah, but he won't cure fucking Watson's cough. Yeah, that that's he talks tough. about extensively. Watson has COVID, and he won't, he won't cure him. Well, the boy knows. The boy is enlightened. He knows COVID's not real. Uh, <laughs> Nicole mourns the man she dated briefly. Yep. Boy does the magic. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we're way past this. Um, yeah, Jackie Chan's alive again. Yes. Uh, so Jackie Chan's alive again. He He's there. And he, uh, you know, first he doesn't believe this is him on the slab. He's like, this can't be me. I'm me. So who's this guy? This well, person checks- looks exactly like me. So he checks his own dead dick to confirm that the corpse is actually him. The uh, list what? of things that I would check before my penis is very long. Like, to oh, be like, yeah. this this can't be me. He's like, oh, wait, yep, that's me. Just hand me a mirror so I can hold my head to the other guy's head. Yeah. That's a pretty easy way to <laughs> do it. Pretty, pretty easy way to do it. Or you know what you look like. You've been looking at yourself your whole life. I'm not sure I could pick my dick out of a lineup. I'll be honest with you. I've tried. <laughs> Got five of your best. That's right. We did that at the bachelor party. Um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so is so, Jackie Chan a zombie? I, I, good question. Is he a ghost? Is he a zombie? Is he both? Lee Evans is like, how many walkers have you killed? <laughs> how many people have you killed? And why? Right. Those are his three questions. Um, Yes. So Watson also tries to take a peek at his dead dick. And he's like, hey, you don't know what this looks like. <laughs> he's like, not in public. Come on. <laughs> uh, so Eddie remembers the medallion and they take it out and it glows. And the lizard and the fish engravings come to life. Yeah. Which is, I guess, how it works. And then. And then this Eddie's is, so, dead body disintegrates. Yeah, so Eddie Prime disintegrates. But it like it's into like this one, it's a different animation than when uh Snakehead disintegrates. Because Snakehead is like dust. It's like uh, uh Marvel, blows and... yeah, like Marvel Endgame style. This one is endgame because there's light kind of like bursting from the body and it's this... like fiery disintegrating. Joe, this one is like the prophets. Joe, he is a Bajoran prophet. They're going to go to the Celestial Temple. And from now on, his name is The Eddie. That's a reference. It's a reference I'm not going to explain. But we're going to go with it from now on. Eddie 2 is The Eddie. I think this can go unexplained. This is clearly a reference to (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg's movie, Eddie, in 1996. Great movie. Where she plays the coach of the New York Knicks, I believe. Yes, the New York Knicks. It is a reference to something that has Whoopi Goldberg at one point. No. Okay. <laughs> the View? <laughs> yes, Joe. It's a reference to The View. Uh, they always say that. Every show, they start with that. Um, so, Eddie eats some of the boys' soup. No, no, no. We're not there yet. Yeah, you went far ahead. So, at this point, uh, Vedic Lee Evans 
and the Eddie are just like, well, that's weird. Let's go talk to the kid. Let's go find the boy. <laughs> like, he can explain this. Like Jackie Chan just came back to life and they're like, huh. All right. <laughs> that's everyone's reaction, by the way, to him. Either yeah. dying or being alive still is, yeah. huh. <laughs> Thought like, you were dead. Yeah, like later on, the Eddie falls in front of John. The whole police force. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Lee Evans just turns to him as like, I told you See? he was alive. <laughs> He's getting up, cracking his back. They're like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, call off the psych evaluation. Yeah, where's the one guy in the background going? No. <laughs> <laughs> no way! I fucking quit. I'm out of here. This is ridiculous. So they go to meet the boy. The boy sees Eddie. Eddie hugs the boy. So we've established that he's not a ghost. (laughs) He's he's corporeal form. He, Ed, they just, he, he didn't get revived. There is a new Eddie. Completely new Eddie. Yes. With superpowers. It's the Eddie. The Eddie. So Eddie eats some of the boy's soup. I guess one of his powers is not to be able to eat human food. Yeah, that was weird. I thought that because like um, Lee Evans or Watson then eats it and it's just like, eh. like, like you can't tell if it's good or bad. Like he has no reaction. Like you would think that like, like they're trying to get Jackie Chan to be like, oh, Jackie Chan can't eat. But Jackie Chan eats this and Lee Evans like, eh, this is very good. Like it's like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's that um, like the sunny episode where they're eating the rancid soup in Pop Pop's room. Yeah. Like, oh, the soup's terrible. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep eating. <laughs> um, a nurse and the doctor. A nurse and a doctor come to take the boy away. But the nurses don't wear boots. Also, she has super weird ears. She does have super weird ears, which is the theme in this movie. A lot of people have super weird ears. Hers are especially weird. Yeah. Um, and, and here's the thing. So the nurse... Lee Evans is, like, trying to ask the kid if, like, everything's okay. And he does, like, a golf swing to ask if he's okay. And then he says, bumpity, bumpity. And then Jackie Chan gives the kid his shoe. Like, what is the point of any of this stuff in this scene? It's so patronizing to the kid. But there isn't a person on the planet that would know what the hell Lee Evans is talking about. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's, like, doing a golf swing and going bumpity, bump. Like, I was speaking English. And I'd be like what are you talking about i don't what are you on about (laughs) what's going on and then uh the kid and the eddie have uh bff medallions yes kid takes half and eddie takes half so eddie says be fry the fry the fry and the kid says ends oh yes 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 um oh that you split it up by both oh i see they're stacked i see the BFF, the best friend's medallion is a heart that then gets ripped in half. I, I get it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and by the way, com- they're completely over the reanimation at this point. It's not even brought up again. It's, it's not even a they thing. They don't ask this kid. They're, they're not like, what did you do? They don't even question him. I thought that was the whole point of going to him. Yeah. It was like, what is this about? <laughs> yeah. Can you explain this? And instead, Lee Evans is like, golf swing, bumpity, bumpity. I'm going to eat your soup. Like. He's lost his fucking mind. <laughs> this has broken him psychic- psychologically. Yeah. Uh, Watson thinks he says boobs, which is something Watson's totally into. He loves them. He's a man. They're like bags of sand. He's like, I love my wife's. 
they turn out to be um, henchmen. And, like, five other henchmen emerge, and fighting ensues. The boy escapes. Eddie is shot, but he's made of light, so the bullet wounds heal instantly. Yeah, he just kind of just... And, and everybody's, like, again, they are not as thrown off by this as they should be. A, yeah. a, a guy unloads uh, shots into him. He's like, I'm telling you, boss. I'm telling you, boss. I shot him up, and he's like, weird. <laughs> super weird no yeah. well the boss is the only one that knows what's going on he's like so the prophecy is true yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... and then he turns the chair around and everyone's like what? excuse what me <laughs> prophecy <laughs> what what the hell am i in here <laughs> what's going on now um so eddie stumbles into a door it flies off the hinges and goes into a goon mm-hmm. um the goons escape the boy is safe. Nicole arrives and Eddie hides. The lady goon saw Jackie Chan work over all of her boys very mm-hmm. easily. And she's like, I know what I'll do. I'll hit him with a folding chair. Like it's <laughs> WWE and he's going to go down. It's, it's one weakness. Yeah. It's folding chairs. Um, so, but he hides when Nicole shows up. Nicole's like, Hey, what's going on guys? It's like, Oh shit. <laughs> um, Eddie tests his new superpowers by doing a somersault. This is, that's the extent. So what, what we've seen is his superpowers consist of basic gymnastics mm-hmm. and not being able to eat people food. Yeah, and, and being full of light. And being made of light. Yeah. Um, Eddie asks Watson to hit him with a bedpan, but Watson says they agreed not to do this kind of stuff in public. Yeah, he said that's for your birthday only. Yeah. A special request. Eddie then asks Watson to shoot him. He says, no way, and stabs him instead a bunch of times. (laughs) A ton of times. He's just having fun with it. Eddie's light wounds heal instantly, even his butt wound. He gets stabbed in the butt in the most appropriate film symbolism ever. Joe, this is the... So we've watched three Jackie Chan movies, and this is the second movie where somebody gets stabbed in the butt. Correct. Seems but, to be a theme here. I almost it, need to go back and watch the, rewatch the Rush Hour movies. Yeah, and here's the th- here's what I don't get. So so the Eddie is like, I'm immortal, and he's like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Realizing that he just saw him come back from the dead, he's like, but yeah. I'm immortal. And and uh, Watson's full like uh, the full breath of his response is like, nah, ah. Like you're yeah. crazy. Like he says the embalming. I think the embalming fluid like fumes got gone to your head. He doesn't care that he saw two Jackie Chans and then one evaporated. He was there for all of this. He what is there. he confused about? Yeah. If anything, he should be the guy that looks crazy to everyone else. Exactly. And everybody else is just like, you don't even really see him argue with anybody about it. Mm-mm. Like, he's just like, hey, he's still alive. And they're like, no, he's not. And he's like, whatever. Is. And everybody's like, oh, okay, cool. Whatever. What kind of donuts we got today? Yeah. Um, one of Snakehead's goons tells him they're back at his lair, mm-hmm. tells him he shot Eddie like a hundred times and he should be dead. Snakehead has his revelation about the medallion. So the way that he's, the guy says, I emptied a whole clip into that Chinese cop and he just wouldn't die. It was like, he was talking to his boss and he's like, Hey, look boss, here's the deal. I scrubbed that pan really hard. That stuff's just baked on. I don't, I don't know what to do here. Like it was the same court sort of just like, yeah, hey, that's just a ruined it, pan. Yeah, hey, can you help me out with this? I don't understand what's going on. Not not like, hey, I think our enemy might be immortal. 
You know how you're chasing immortality? I think he might be there. I think yeah, he might already be immortal. He might already have gotten there before you. He's one step ahead. Also, I quit. So yeah. also I'm out of here. I'm not fighting the undead. Sorry. I don't think I can. It's not even about fear. I don't think I can accomplish what you need me to do. Yeah. It's not yeah, it's not a matter of fear. It's I don't think I'm the right person for this role anymore. Given that I am fighting immortals. You need I to find am, another immortal, like an army of immortals. Yeah, I am just a man. <laughs> do you know, know how do you know how he can defeat me? Wait like fifty years. And then I'll be dead. And you want to kill me? <laughs> Alive. Forever. Because he's immortal. He can't <laughs> die. <laughs> Snakehead's like, I'm not following you. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. So you didn't kill him? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're getting at? I mean, just cut to the chase, really. Um, Eddie and Watson host a Zoom meeting to ask. This might be my favorite scene, actually. Eddie and Watson host a Zoom meeting to ask some doctors and professors about the medallion. Yeah. There's a bunch of, like, the professor. This is a way to pit. Did you notice this? Doctors and professors. Like, they, they take other. a very serious stance on which one is better. Because yeah. the doctors are just like, I've never seen that before. And then another one's like, you see... Squiddly the, wee! He's like playing guitar. He's like, squiddly wee! No, 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 no we're not I know exactly what yet. this is. The, the other doctor says, see, the fish symbolizes life. And the snake symbolizes death. And then the other guy just like pops in. The He's professor. like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> He's wearing a tie, he's wearing a tie-dye shirt, which by the way, Joe, the mm-hmm. guy that's explaining the fish and the serpent iconography, uh-huh. he's he's a medical doctor. He's wearing yeah. a stethoscope. Why does he know that? He doesn't it's, he's not an archaeologist. Yeah, he's not Dr. Jones. You know, it's not Dr. Indiana Jones. He is a medical doctor. He's the an best, MD. <laughs> yeah. The best he knows these things is because of his hobby. <laughs> it would be great if they meant to do an Indiana Jones style doctor, but they, when they think doctor, they think stethoscope, white yeah. lab coat. And that's the entirety of his, his costume. Like they there's, just, the guy just showed up. They're like, put this on, put this on. All right. There's a one to 10 pain picture in the background <laughs> over his shoulder. Um, so the stoner professor chimes in. He knows exactly what this is. He says, it's the holy grail of Eastern mythology. He says, oh, it's the medallion. Yeah. This it's is this the medallion. Professor exposition over here. Uh, he says, it's the holy grail of Eastern mythology. And he celebrates with a sweet banjo riff. He's credited as hippie scientist, Joe. Oh, I called him stoner professor. How close was yeah. I? Uh, so it says, if you won't... Oh, he says, if you want to be a superhuman immortal, you need the kid and the medallion. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, Professor Exposition over here. Yeah. You've seen <laughs> X-Men. What do you think Professor X stands for? <laughs> Professor <laughs> Exposition. Right. Uh, meeting ends and Watson wonders aloud whether Snakehead is after the boy or the medallion. This was made perfectly clear to everyone else in the room. <laughs> he needs both. He's after he both. both. It was just said. Yeah. And technically he needs all, he needs three things because the medallion is in two parts. Correct. Yeah. So he needs the medallions and the kid. We all know this. But this is a waste of time question. He's like, is he after the boy? Is he after the medallion? Jackie Chan's like, shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> it's all of it. It's it's everything. How are you not getting everything. this, you asshole? <laughs> Look, I may have been reborn yesterday, but even I understand this. <laughs> and hippie doctor says you can't measure it, weigh it, smoke it. Yes, yeah, he gets that little drug thing. The three ways to tell if something's real. Right. <laughs> Just the real way. The the three ways to check if it's pure. They're like, yeah. wait, what kind of what kind of professor are you getting? What kind of pure? What are you? What's going on? What is this about? Um, so the meeting ends, uh, but then the stoner professor logs back in to give some very important piece of knowledge. Protect the kid. The medallion can not only give life, it can take it away. Thanks, Which, bud. How did, how did that work? He's just like, he closed the connection. He's like, ah, man, shoot. I got, let me get back in there. All right, I'm right. back. <laughs> He's going to log back on real quick. But also, what would your response be? Because he then just logs out before he even explains. You're I'd like, be like... Wait a minute. <laughs> Call that guy back. They have his what number. What is that about? What yeah. are you saying? Um, I don't even get it now as I'm reading it. I still don't understand what the hell he's talking about. I guess don't let the kid die or keep the, uh, something or with the what? kid. Then the guy can't become an immortal? Yeah, that's the thing. You kill the kid, the movie's over. Which so, he's trying to kill the kid. <laughs> he needs the kid, but he's also... Now twice they've tried to kill the kid. Once he, they tried to light him on fire. The second time they tried to... Have him have a watery grave at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> How bad would, does this guy hate this kid that his urge to kill him is overriding his life's mission? Yeah, his quest for immortality. He hates this kid so much that he's just more like, than eternal life. He it's li- it's literally if this kid dies, I can die. If this kid doesn't die, I live forever. And he's like, you know what? Throw him in the bottom of the ocean. It's really a coin flip. <laughs> I don't even care. Um. So bye. Yes, Eddie rips Watson's car door off at the hinge in the next yes. scene. Which would not set off the alarm, Joe. Come on. And I don't know why this is in the movie, because they pull up in this car, and you think they're going to go on a stakeout. But then uh, Eddie just kind of peels off on his own, and he um, goes up to Claire Forlani's apartment. This is one of multiple times in the movie where Jackie Chan uses vehicles when he doesn't. We establish he can run really fast and really far. Definitely later in the movie we've decided he can do this stuff. Yeah, and so he takes vehicles for no real reason. Yeah, and he's no. not even driving it, is he? Like he's yeah. the passenger. Yeah, and uh, I and and I just realized something. Uh huh. Okay, we'll we'll get there. But he's yeah, he's going to Nicole's apartment. Yes. Yeah, so we're at Nicole's apartment. The boy is hanging out in Nicole's chic spacious apartment and wondering how she sleeps at night knowing she has so much and people in his village have so little pretty easily she's got a nice apartment (laughs) with pictures of her and and the eddie everywhere it's obnoxiously chic dude they're like showing this apartment for like for like resale (laughs) Like, huh? Do you want to live in cl- that? The, it's up for auction. A Claire Forlani's apartment in the medallion. Yeah, this is a video tour, really. This this scene, um, with some dialogue sprinkled in. Uh, the uh, Nicole patronizes the boy for trying to tell her that Eddie's a zombie now or a ghost or whatever. She's like, um, no, he's dead. She's like, oh no, buddy, you don't get. She's like, he's like, bitch. <laughs> she's like, I have the power over life and death. <laughs> He's like, literally, I decide who lives and dies. You understand that, right? I spend all day thinking, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't get to be a creepy little creepy little weird kid by accident, okay? I know what's going on here. 
a creepy little godchild like me for nothing. Um, creepy little gremlin weirdo kid. But uh, <laughs> yeah. she's like, oh, I used to make him uh, uh, toasted peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Which I was like, that's not food. That's not something you cook. And then she's like, I can't cook. I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can see why there was no second date. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just she put said, it that way. Well, no, she says he used to eat tons of them because he had no choice. Well, so she's delusional. <laughs> this is why I'm confused. Did this happen in her head? Did they actually have a relationship for a while and he just ghosted her? Yeah, it could be. Because if he had ghosted her after, like, say, a three-year deal. She would look crazy if we were given no background. That's true. But she would be able to call him. There could be constant gaslighting going on here. We're just unaware. Oh, my God. Jackie Chan's just like, uh, uh, he's a mental abuser. He seems like a mental abuser, right? Like a little bit of a gaslighter. In the way that he interacts with people, where he's always really positive and chipper. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He looks real innocent. He's like crafted that look. That's why she doesn't believe at first. She's like, nah, you didn't really, you must have not really died. You're lying to me again. And he's like, no, I died. She's like, please, yeah. please don't do this to me. Great. So you faked your death this time. That's how far you're willing to go. <laughs> That's like last night I got a text from a, a number I didn't have. And they're like, oh, so now I'm getting the silent treatment. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know who this is. And they go, oh, wrong number. <laughs> She's like, right. <laughs> okay sure like i didn't know how to respond to that because i was like if this is somebody i know like it's gonna look even worse that i don't have their number in my phone and they're like oh wrong number i was right. like whoo thank god um so eddie creeps up on her window which is still not okay even if you're a zombie immortal even if you're a zombie immortal who can jump from the ground floor to the like just because you can doesn't mean you should yeah even if you're a zombie immortal that you know she's in love with you yes you still shouldn't still unacceptable. Out, you shouldn't jump up to her penthouse uh, apartment and stare at it through her window and just press yourself against the window, which he suddenly could control his strength. Mm-hmm. Like he pushed a door. Yeah, how would he not shattering? This yeah, window? he touches his glass. <laughs> it just shatters it. That's what should happen. But he but here's the thing. They're standing on opposite sides of glass like Jackie Chan. can't. Like she can't just be like, oh, Eddie, come in. <laughs> like there's. The, yeah. No, it's great because she has to go up there when she sees him and like pushes her like face up and like they touch hands through the glass and then like their faces are real close. It's like just go through the door. Yeah, just take the door. Claire Forlani's not in prison. You guys can see each other. Right. (laughs) Yeah, they pick up two phones. (laughs) (laughs) And Joe, you know what I just realized? Yeah. There are more pictures of uh, Eddie and Nicole than there are of Dom and Letty. This is true. Because <laughs> there are at least, at least three pictures of them in this movie that you can see. And there's only two pictures of Dom and Letty. Well, that's when you know relationships strong, is when you can throw all the other pictures away. <laughs> you just have the one. You just get, you have the one yeah, of that one time. When when Letty sat in Dom's lap at the cookout, they had a Corona. It's the only picture you need, really. They had that one cookout. That one cookout. That's all you need. That and that and family. That and family, baby. And Jesus chain. Um. So Eddie creeps up. She sees him. They share the moment. And then the boy is kidnapped by Snakehead's goons who burst in. They break a window. They're immortals and they can break a window. Yeah, they Um, they understand how to get through glass. Not like this idiot immortal, the the Eddie, who doesn't know what to do. And then the boy is taken off in a helicopter. 
And yeah. Eddie's not having it. He tries to catch that helicopter, but he jumps. He doesn't have the super jumping ability. He was going to do a somersault, but then he realized he, there's no ground there. He doesn't have the, the super cape or the, the raccoon tail. You know, he just has the, the star. Right. He just has the star. That's all he's got. He, he can't fly. But he can't die. That's so true. he hits the ground. He falls 30 stories onto pavement, survives. Everyone's cool with it. Yeah. So every he's so he falls and like uh, Jonathan Rhys Davies and like all of Interpol is there. So what? Where is he? What are they just outside of her apartment? Yeah, this is all happening outside the apartment. So yeah. Jonathan Rhys Davies is just hanging out outside of the whole police force is out there hanging it's out. And they didn't, see, they didn't see this helicopter. Right. They did nothing to stop. Them. And they have they have no nobody posted in the apartment. Right. Like the Interpol's there and they're like, all right. So if they they're like, all right, if they come from the ground, we got it. And they're like, well, if they come in the helicopter, and they're like, come on, what are the odds they're going to come in a helicopter? Come on. Well, yeah. Well, you see, here's what happened. A, um, an anti-police rally just broke out. Oh, no. <laughs> so they were called in to secure Claire Forlani's building specifically. Um, is she the mayor of Portland? Got him. That's right. Take Miss that, Ted Wheeler. Take that, Ted Wheeler. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're back at Snakehead's Lair. Uh, or Castle, I should say, really is what it is. Um, which has some interesting schematics. We'll get into it later. Um, it has an interesting name. His name is Snakehead. And it's mm-hmm. called Raven's Nest or something. Because the snake hides in the raven's nest. And waits to eat the eggs. I don't think that's a thing. A nest is like as big as the bird. It would know a snake's in there. And then lays its own eggs. (laughs) To get nurtured by the raven. Okay, that makes sense. And then the babies eat, the baby snakes eat the raven. They pop out and eat the raven as it sleeps. Joe, the circle of life. Circle of life. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) It's really just beautiful. It really is. Um, Snakehead. Puts on his Hot Topic jacket. This is where he gets the Hot Topic jacket. Uh, before he monologues the boy to death. And he has his finger claw. Yeah, you gotta have your finger claw, Joe. It's It ties the whole thing together. Whole well, album. what happened was, was it was like, he got the magician robe, the, the mm-hmm. Hot Topic robe. And that was like $45. But it's with $50, you get free shipping. Right. And the ring, the thing is like six bucks. He's like, all right, well, this is kind of stupid, but it'd be fun. So he just gets it. So that's like, he didn't really want it, but he now he's got to use it. Well, otherwise, and he it does was like, like, it was like $8 shipping. So really it was like, they paid him $2 to get this thing. So totally. And he doesn't want to go into the store. Cause every time he goes in the cashier, starts talking to him about Ambien. And it's just like, yeah, Ambien and anime, man. That's all those hot topics. Ambien and anime. They're obsessed. Um, so they're talking about he's talking about resurrection and immortality. Then he kills himself. He poisons himself to death while holding hands with the boy and the medallion. Um, boy, I wonder what if this is a prequel? Oh, no. And the reason this is a prequel to Heart of Dragon and the reason that Jackie Chan is always holding Samuel Hung's hands is because he's trying to keep him alive. That's entirely possible. At all times. That's why he can't drown in the bathtub. He's he's immortal. He's immortal. But here's the thing is um uh he's like, all right, I'm gonna kill myself and you have to bring me back to life. 
maybe i don't know test this theory on a goon first yeah because then he's like <laughs> yeah i'm immortal and the boy's like you're not <laughs> he's like he wait both a halves of the medallion dude but he's a so as long as this kid's alive he's effectively immortal because he can just keep bringing him back to life wait who's going to keep bringing him back to life the kid Boy's not going to. Boy doesn't want to bring him back to life. But he said he has to because of the whole, like... And you could see that you can force the kid into bringing him back to life because that's what Snakehead does. Oh, I did not pick up on that. I just assumed he, like, held a gun to his head, basically. No, because, like, Snakehead is... He has this whole monologue where he's like, this boy's sect or cult or whatever, they hate death. If he sees me dead, he has to bring me back to life, which I don't know why he didn't just do that immediately with Jackie Chan. But right. he's he's like he has to bring me back to life. And then he he when he goes to die, he like holds the kid's hand with the medallion in it. And then he's dead. So he ostensibly forces this kid to bring him back to life, which means he could do it at any time, which means he's effectively immortal. He doesn't need the rest of this movie because mm. he I thought he needed it to get the superpowers and immortality. And then we see, oh, he just has superpowers. Right. Right. But he's got some pretty cool superpowers. He's very yeah. superpower. Yeah. But this is when I'm like, why doesn't he just have all his goons do this, too? I don't know. Because it's a quick death. He dies in like three seconds. Very fast. He's just out. He's done. And then and then he appears, and then he blows himself into dust, his yeah. corpse into dust. Uh, so what's more improbable here, that Nicole is quickly accepting Eddie's resurrection or that she's quickly accepting all of the supernatural bullshit that's attached to this medallion? Uh, well, mm, Neither. Neither. She's just used to being gaslit. She's 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 learned to not trust. She's like whatever. <laughs> yeah, she's like whatever. You know what? It's uh, I'm not gonna try to dig dig this rabbit hole or go down this rabbit hole because it's I'm not gonna like what I find. You pick your battles. Yeah. You know. <laughs> He's like, all right, you're alive again. You know what? I'm not gonna fight about this. Sure. Whatever you say. You're here today. Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe you're dead again tomorrow. <laughs> Who knows what well, happens? Were you dead for three months? Is that what I've happened? I've learned to let go. I've yeah. learned not to control. Right? She gets a little mad. She's like, were you dead for three months? Is this what it did? This happen last time? Yeah. Huh? Is it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. You died. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just Lost my number. My parents. <laughs> <laughs> but you never say why. Uh, what's more? Oh, yeah. I said that. Uh, everyone assumes that Snakehead will be going after Watson's family, but I'm not entirely sure why. Because, y- you know, you have to go... You know, the thing, mm-hmm. man. Come on. Come on, man. You Nailed know. it. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Joe. <laughs> come on, Joe. Okay. okay. Uh, I hear you loud and clear. So Eddie runs down the stairs fast. Super. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my Confirm. God. Um, his superpowers grow more useless over time because apparently he cannot run fast anywhere else it's just stairs it's just stairs and it's true he only runs fast up and down stairs oh no he runs fast through the kitchen at one point oh that's right that one time but he could run what what you don't see is there's a step there oh so he can go down Uh, each room is tiered so really each room is a big step is a step yes that makes sense um but yeah he take so they take the bike to um well nicole insists they take her bike Despite yeah. the fact that he just demonstrated super speed. Yeah, and she and and Watson says, I don't care if you're a bird, a plane, or bloody Superman. No offense. <laughs> Who's offended by what? It doesn't make any sense, Joe. It's not even worth registering. Yeah. 
So yeah, so far we've we've registered Eddie. Uh, the Eddie has super speed and super strength, but he has to take a bike so that he can take worthless Watson with him. Is Watson the most unfunny person ever in film? Mm. Watson the character. Watson the character. Uh, um, I mean Hitler's been in movies. Sure, but I mean like of people trying to be funny. Oh, people. T- Hitler's been in movies. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> It's like I don't understand what everyone's getting so mad about. <laughs> what do you? What is there not to get? <laughs> it's me, Hitler. That's the joke. Is that I'm Hitler? I'm Hitler. Uh, mustache. Uh? Got this thing going. I got the hair slicked over. Mad all the time. Mad all the time, shouting. Um. So Watson arrives to find his wife asleep, but alive. Uh, but just then, Snakehead's men arrive. And this is when the kid is playing video games on the TV that faces no piece of furniture. <laughs> right. <laughs> the TV's, so the, to figure out, so mental image, this living room, it's two couches that sit next to each other. Mm-hmm. And off to the side and back corner of one of the couches, maybe three, four feet, is a television. Just like in the corner. Right, right, right. With no furniture anywhere near it. <laughs> it's a bizarre setup for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then um, the thugs show up and well, then they as- have a... As we know, uh, M.C. Escher uh, designed every set. From well, this there point. isn't there is an M.C. Escher uh, move that happens exactly. later. Exactly, that's the point. Yeah. Uh, so Charlotte heads for the closet as the shooting begins. Watson chastises her for thinking about cleaning at a time like this, but the bathroom could use a once-over if she has the time. He's not saying that it should be done. He's saying like, if you get a if you get a minute. He's not he's not he's not like demanding it, but he's like, hey, while you're in there, could you take care of this for me? If you notice what I'm noticing. Yeah, (laughs) you should. You know, let's let's clean as we go. You should probably do something. I'm just saying do something. If you do five minutes every day, you don't have to do an hour every two weeks. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Um, Charlotte whips out a gun and starts blasting fools. And like a riot shield. That's all in a hidden panel in the closet. Yes, and she knows how to fight. So, Jeff, I don't think she's a librarian. <laughs> Joe, we have a Mr. and Mrs. Smith situation here. Yes, it's an exactly, it's a Mr. and Mrs. It's Smith. It's literally a Mr. and Mrs. Smith situation, except uh, unless unless she works for Snakehead and is supposed to kill Watson, that's not exactly, but it is two yeah. secret agents. Yes, Joe. who don't know that they're secret agents. Yeah, and Joe, this 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 plot line definitely gets developed and, and brought back later on in the movie, right? Charlotte helps them infiltrate Snakehead's lair. Surely. Or does she would have to. Yeah. They wouldn't just introduce this in three quarters of the way through the movie and then just ignore it for the rest of the film. Because it, if they don't, then the real only reason they're doing this is for the line where Jackie Chan basically says, Hey, I want to bang your wife. Your wife. <laughs> Woo. Your wife's pretty fucking hot now that she's shooting yeah. guns. Yeah, when she was a librarian, eh. But the gun shooting wife, I think Nicole's on. He's like, I think Nicole's on to something with this wife swap situation. Her, me, whoop <laughs> <laughs> Um, So she knows how to fight, too. She does jujitsu and stuff. Uh, Eddie goes for a run in the woods. I guess he's running super fast here, right? He's super yeah. fast runs in the woods. Um, but the woods are like all stairs. They're all unlevel and stuff. Yeah, if you think of every level change as a stair, then yeah, the woods are all stairs. Woods town. 
he bumps into Snakehead, and they have a superhero fight, which mostly consists of jumping from tree limb to tree limb. Yeah, and Snakehead's just is Snakehead just hanging out in the woods, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for all this to blow. Over. Yeah, like you think about how fast Jackie Chan's running. He's like a mile and a half away from this house, just like. Just like the the right fielder in Little League, he's just like picking grass, just like playing with roly polies in the forest. Yeah, he comes out. He's like, so we meet again. He's like, how did you find me? <laughs> what is going on? That's crazy. Keeping in mind, he is he has superhuman powers. Mm-hmm. The same as Jackie Chan. He could yeah. zip into this house, kill the wife, kill the kid, zip out five seconds. Sense when Jackie Chan's coming, go to another part of the woods. Yeah, not just hang out in the woods. Uh, but he does want to defeat him. That's part of what this is about. He wants yeah. to defeat um, Eddie, and he wants to get this medallion. So uh, Snakehead starts throwing tree limbs. He ups the ante with his telekinesis. Yeah, because apparently that's a power now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his powers rule. <laughs> yeah, his powers are way better than Jackie Chan's. He's ripping trees out of the ground and flinging them at Jackie Chan. He's like, oh, yeah? Watch me eat this soup. <laughs> oh, wait, I still can't. <laughs> I, I can't. I'll run really fast. Too bad. It's too much. <laughs> um, Snakehead grabs Eddie's medallion. So he knocks him down. And he grabs Eddie's medallion, half, and rips it from his chest in Jeff. We get a stock yelling guy. Dude, like the third or fourth most famous scream. Like that's the first. No, it's, I've heard this scream a bunch of times. It's like the Mortal Kombat where he's like, here! Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not the Wilhelm scream, which is the most famous scream, but it's it's it's, it's up there. It's We've up there. So a million times before. Um Eddie falls lifelessly to the ground, and Snakehead escapes. Uh, we did this one. Now we get a techno transition. Change my pitch up. Oh. Oh, Yeah. Smack my bitch up. (laughs) Uh, Eddie is revived, uh, which is weird, because, like, I thought he dies with the medallion gone. I thought that was why he fell lifelessly to the ground. I but apparently not. he was just sleepy. Yeah, he just he's he's need a little nap. Need a little nap, nap. All that running caught up with him. All those yeah. stairs, really. All that not eating. Yeah, and not eating soups or any other foods. Um, they've been torturing a goon with knives that are he's atta- on a table. They got knives all around him. Yeah, he's yeah. It's it, they like uh, do basically. I like to imagine that he was up on the wall spinning. And Charlotte was just like whipping knives at him, trying oh, to get him to talk. See, I thought you were gonna go more like uh, everyone leaves, and then Charlotte just kind of like walks up to him, and goes, uh, "Oh, there's nobody here, uh, just you and me." We got 15 minutes. No, 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 no. no. He's like, uh, uh, turns on the radio. It's like boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> She starts dancing back and forth, whips out a razor blade. Um, or Joe, same scene, but it goes, shake it up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she just starts like, she's got a knife in her hand. She's like, Kristen, um, yeah, instead of cutting the ear off, she twists his penis. <laughs> oh, and he shouts. <laughs> he shouts. 
Um, so uh, I can't take all this late '90s, early thousands music. It's really it's wearing on me. Oh, it's great. It is fantastic. Uh, Watson flies a toy plane while Eddie and Nicole take take their motorcycle. Does anybody just drive a car? Apparently not. <laughs> Why is he's like I'll guide you from the air, and then as they're driving there, they just have a GPS. Right. Just take your car, man. Just you take don't your car. Know. Well, he can't 9-11 Ravens keep, so they got to have the plane. It's so bizarre to pull this plane out of thin air. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, oh, I guess he has a plane now. He just, like, and has he, it in his garage. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to use this thing. Well, it's like he's he does live out in the middle of nowhere, but not that far out in the middle of nowhere. But somehow in my brain, I, like, superimposed uh, his house with uh, James Bond's house. And I think, is it? Quantum of Solace, where it's just oh, like no, no, no. Uh, uh, Skyfall. Skyfall, yeah, where he's just like his house and nothing else around it. That's I replaced his house with James Bond's house. I'm like, wait a second, oh. no, because I was oh. like, yeah, I was like, well, yeah, he's out in the middle of nowhere. Of course he has a he has a bird uh, a bird like that. And I was like, wait a second, is he <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere? That's James Bond. <laughs> um, Eddie beats up a guy who tries to. Oh, they're at the castle now. So they get to Raven's Keep, yeah. Watson has a map and he's bumbling, which is what he loves to do. That's right. Eddie beats up a guy who tries to pee on his girl. Joe. He had to have peed on his girl. Yeah. So here's 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 the sequence of events. So they're sneaking in like the rock, like back entrance, like because Raven's Keep is built into a cliffside. So they're sneaking in like, you know, a, a rock face underground. And there there's like a five foot tall rock that they kind of are like leaned up against. Mm Because there's a goon coming. The goon starts to take a leak. Okay. We see the stream. It's in front of Nicole's face. Yeah. Okay. And Nicole's like, yum. (laughs) Jackie Chan kicks this guy. Uh Uh-huh. This guy falls straight back. Yo. (laughs) You know the physics of pee. That pee is splashing all over Claire Forlani. But it doesn't. Unless he just had sex, and then it's splashing on both Jackie Chan. <laughs> um, so Lester Wong, oh no, Eddie beats up three goons with superpowers, which include flying, basically like the Raiden flying punch. Yeah, the thunder punch. Thunder punch. Uh, Lester Wong is there, and he is double kicked hard into Watson's oncoming plane. Yes, he's double kicked. So Jackie Chan double kicks him and he does like a somersault, like across an entire room. Right. And then he stands up and remind you, Holds this movie his came cane. out this this movie came out in August 2003. Mm-hmm. So 23 months prior was 9/11. Correct. And one of the main characters flies his plane <laughs> into the building. Correct. And into a man and I don't know that i see a propeller on this plane but i'm not entirely sure how that's possible and also there had to be one right in the front with the way this plane's set up so this guy guy has to get shredded he cut his life into pieces (laughs) but it was his last resort it was his last resort and we get that song as well god Um, i wish joe if the last fight if it was like jackie chan (laughs) snakehead do the like kung fu pose and it's like cut my life into pieces this and, is my last resort and snakehead's uh, wearing like dark uh, eyeliner 
He's like, they sent me this mixtape with uh with my 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 coat and my ring. I really like it. Right. Comes free with every purchase. It's yeah. just it's 2003, baby. Um, Lester Wong is double kicked into the plane. Okay, Nicole beats up some guys, but then she has to fight weird eared nurse who now yeah. has her hair down. <laughs> yes, they went they went on boy. purpose. They watched the dailies and went, oh boy. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so Joe, how do, do we have... bring this up delicately with her? That's <laughs> it's like in Arrested Development where he's like lights on, hair down, or glasses on, hair down. He's like, uh. <laughs> All right, Joe. So two women fighting. It's the 21st century. It's the era of progressivism. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> They do a cat fight noise. Yeah. So incredible. Just just take it's like they took the dumbest idea and were like, yeah, let's do that. It's like they crowdsourced all their ideas from like barstool sports fans. Yeah, no, it's, it's the exact. <laughs> yes. But also it's the exact same scene as before where the director is like, OK, guys, this is the scene with the cat fight. All right. And they're like, okay, yeah, 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 two girls. Yeah, I got it. He's, you know, he's like, no, a little offensive, but yeah, okay. Like, we'll just, we'll do like two women fight. He's like, no, you misunderstand. That <laughs> <laughs> that noise, I want that. Can we get actual cats like running and jumping in the background? Maybe. <laughs> I like the, I like the, uh, I like the idea of there's the sound mixer guy is just sitting there. And he's just like got his head in his hands. He's just like, and he like pushes the button on the keyboard. And he's like, wow. He's like, what am I with my life? He's got his fucking diploma from Juilliard <laughs> behind him. He's like staring at it in his off hours. Like what happened? It's like two in the morning and the director's in there and he's like, all right, here's 30 more cat sounds. Tell me which one you want. <laughs> like, meow, meow. He's like, give me the most used one in any film. <laughs> Which I want to kind of, I want to kind of link it up with the guy yelling noise. Yeah. You know? uh, we're going for a theme here. It's called basic. You know, uh, the only sound effect I can think of that they didn't do was they were like, woo. Like that's the only one they don't do. Oh, like, like the, the car revving? Or no, like the bass guitar going woo. No, I think they do do that. They I would go back and re-listen because they got the womp womps. They got the <laughs> record scratch. Record scratch. They got the stock scream. They got the cat fight. Yeah, I, I do like the idea of the sound mixer is just like, ugh. All and right. they even had that. <laughs> they even had that one moment where it was like, Jackie Chan starts chasing after the guys. Is like, going through doors. Jackie Chan stops, looks around, everything. Everything's like, in trance motion. He's like tripping over his own dead body. <laughs> and then he opens the sheet and goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, this nurse gets kicked off a leg. <laughs> and Jackie Chan's body is chasing Jackie Chan. Yes, so Jackie Chan's body gets up and like. <laughs> oh, anywho, that makes more sense <laughs> than any of this. Um, I would rather watch that. In a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? No, that's um, essentially like part of the third act of Fantasy Mission Force. <laughs> it's true. 
That is a major part of that movie. Um, okay, so this woman gets kicked off of a moderately average ledge. And she's dead. This nurse. <laughs> it's the Got end it. of her. Don't have to look at her weird ears anymore or pretend like we didn't see them earlier. Yeah. Um, Joe, I Watson. saw a movie when I was a kid. It told me that mm-hmm. those ears should enable her to fly. <laughs> That's right. There's a, there's a documentary called Dumbo. <laughs> this has been proven in the animal kingdom many times. I wondered the same thing about Lee Evans. I was like, why does he need that plane? I've he seen Dumbo. With his ears. He can fly with his ears. Just take a, he just has to believe in himself. <laughs> uh, so she gets kicked off that ledge. Watson keeps failing all over the place. That's his MO. This is where he's like, the callback, right? Ah, it's Interpol! Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> the director's like, remember in the beginning of the movie where he's like doing that? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, again. <laughs> no, they're like, hey, remember earlier in the movie where he's doing that? They're like, uh, he, I guess. <laughs> He's like, again. Was he doing that? Really? <laughs> um, so, Nicole rescues the boy, but bumps into Snakehead, who is now made entirely of light. He is a light being. who He's, could, light he's, he's ascended to becoming a god, essentially. Correct. But soon he returns to, returns to his normal form. <laughs> Yeah, because they're like making decisions on the spot. Like somebody's like, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if he were a light guy?" And then they're making him a light guy as he's saying it. Someone's like, eh, yeah, I, "I don't know about that." that. Yeah, back to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because all of a sudden, yeah, teleporting was a power. He could use the teleporter, and then no, now, now he's not. Right. <laughs> um. So Nicole gets grabbed by Snakehead. She grabs the medallion. Um half and throws it so he throws her to her death yes uh snakehead tries to reason with eddie so yeah so she's dead and eddie's like oh boy um (laughs) so it's like i'm out uh then snakehead tries to reason with eddie immortal bros before hoes yeah dude come on they're the lords of time <laughs> you gonna leave your time lord bro uh, isn't that doctor who <laughs> uh eddie and snakehead fight in midair a la matrix oh uh, awful 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 because all of a sudden floating is one of their their powers well that's just what jackie chan does as well as everyone else in this movie just just hoist them up on some wires wires I hated I hated this fight scene so much. It sucked my dick. They barely throw a fucking punch or kick while they're in the air. It's like so you know you you get the thing about like oh well Marvel movies are just people you know making moves and then light light gets added later and stuff and that's all uh-huh. it is and it's like this is ten times worse. It's like Jackie Chan wraps him up in a chain and then the, he pulls the, like. This is the big climactic battle, and it's like this battle could have been in the first third of the movie with, uh, you know, uh, Gascard, yeah. or like most like toned down, but it could have been at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, they're doing basically the same stuff that Gascard was doing on yeah. his own to become an immortal, um, and this was before Jackie Chan became an immortal. Also, they could have just dangled their corpses from wires and just slapped them against each other and gotten the same effect. Basically, the same thing. Yeah, like that. That have you seen the video of it was the Denver Nuggets mascot that the guy like passed out in the suit and they just. No. Like, 
they did like a weekend of Bernie's. Yeah, they well because they they were he was gonna do something and he I guess he got overheated in the suit and he like passed out. So they were like bringing it down. It's just him on just like like slumped over. <laughs> nice. Um. So now they're upside down stairs fighting. There's some lantern swinging. That was cool. The upside down stairs. I take it back. That was pretty cool. Where Jackie Chan's on. Yeah, Jack. So it's like it's just stone stairs and Jackie Chan's on the top. It would have been cool. Let me correct you here, because it is a cool idea. It would have been cool though, had they not done like a meh. Yeah. <laughs> what would have been actually what would have been cool is if like Jackie Chan's going one way, Snakehead's going the other way. Snakehead like grabs Jackie Chan, he falls. Jackie Chan like flips over to uh, Snakehead's side, and then the whole camera rotates, and then that's up where they're fighting upside down. Yes. That would they be don't. Cool. They don't do any of that. They do none of that. No, they. they, they more, this is more an an audio experience. <laughs> yeah, the visual is not great. Um. Uh. Yes, they're also concrete stair crushing. Uh, they attempt to duel energies through through a chain. They yeah. like fling a chain at each other, and now they're trying to like energize, blow up each other or something by putting their energies in the chain. Yeah, they do. The, this is in so many things with overpowered beings, where the two powers they hit each other, and, and they start to kind of like, and then explode, and then an explosion explodes the chain. So now they got to fight with something else. Eddie is stabbed through the thigh with an antler, a massive antler. How big is this animal? You, it's not a real animal. I know it's, but it's just like it's like a six. Like if you straighten this one out, because it's all curved, it's like six feet long. It's like a thin tusk. Yeah. That's probably what it is, actually. It's probably a tusk. But to what? I mean, there's nothing. An elephant. Like, no way. Elephant tusks are, like, massive at the base. A mastodon. I mean, I want to make it clear. It's not just... A saber-toothed tiger. There we go. Um, It's not that it's all the same thinness all the way down, but it is thin, but it also gets much thicker at the bottom. Okay. So here's how Eddie escapes. He takes the hard way out. (laughs) He jumps his way up through the thick end he goes the long way so the hole the the hole in his leg is probably maybe about two inches in diameter at the Mm -hmm. top of his thigh from this the end of this thing is maybe eight or nine inches in diameter and he's just thicker than his thigh he just rips through his thigh and is like all good and this is where i realized that his clothes heal too yes This is the first time you think about that, right? Because yeah. yeah, he's so stabbed multiple times. There should be holes. All of his shirts have holes. Yeah, and 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 one of his pairs of pants. Right. Um, but his leg would have been ripped in half. Yeah, that, the medallion would have been like, you're on your own, buddy. Can't Sorry. help you there. It's only so much I can do. Like a great plastic surgeon, there's just so much I can do. Yeah, there's only so much. Um, the boy instructs Eddie to use the medallion to end the life that it gave. He pierces the medallion on the end of the tusk and he flings it like a javelin with full force. Uh, it jettisons through Snakehead's chest. The fish and lizard grow big. They Joe, pop- you are, you are, you are like really, hold on. First of all, the kid says, hold on, the kid's. The kid says, Eddie used the medallion to end the life it gave. If I were Eddie, I'd be like, okay, how? Right. And he's just, he's just like, on it. And then you're really uh, just glancing over the fact that 
a snake and a dragon come out of this medallion. You're well, like, and then they come out. Much and bigger then... now. Remember it happened yeah. before. Yeah, but they were little guys. Now they're huge. They like they drag they drag Snakehead to Buddhist hell. To heaven. Buddhist to heaven. Up. He gets to go upward. Wow. <laughs> You're like, you know what? You're not such a bad guy. You just want an eternal life. Your heart was in the right place. We've all been there. They carry him to heaven. And um, but Snakehead like punches at him. He like tries to punch him off of him. He's like, oh, I don't want to go to heaven. I want to be here forever. <laughs> and they're like, nope. And he not goes up. Call, and then Eddie, not your call, bud. <laughs> not your call. <laughs> so Eddie, um, doesn't he go up too? But then he falls. Like heaven's like, we don't want this guy. <laughs> yeah. So like it starts to suck Eddie up. And they're like, wait a second. No, you have nothing to do with this. Get out of here. Get out of here. We, we don't want you. Uh, so Eddie falls from the sky. Now, the medallion now has Snakehead's face on it. Okay, it's etched into it. And we get that another stock that yell. Right? Again. <laughs> like, that's what this movie was definitely said. They were like, oh man, this is going to be the beginning of the, the, the original MCU, the medallion cinematic universe. <laughs> medallion cinematic universe. If only. Um, Eddie asks the boy to resurrect Nicole. He says it's Eddie's turn. He's like, I'm on break. <laughs> Bro, nah, that is not my job. I am on break. <laughs> Everybody gets one, and I saved your ass once. <laughs> yeah, so this is your Spider-Man call. Fools, bitch. Uh, Eddie holds the medallion to Nicole's hand, and her zombie ghost emerges from the light. She slaps him for not catching her, but she kisses him for not catching her. Joe, this is when I realize why they have to make a new body. Mm-hmm. What happens when you die? You disintegrate in this movie. You pee and you poop. Uh-huh. So the medallion can't have these people walking around caked in their own urine and feces. <laughs> right. So the medallion they... does them a solid. It's like, let me just make you a whole new body, man. You don't need... <laughs> <laughs> they, like, they turn to the janitor, and the janitor's like, mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, guess we're making a new body. <laughs> um. So... Not to be upstaged, Watson delivers a series of miscued jokes that fall flat on their face. Which really is kind of the theme of this movie. It really is. And this just this is really an obnoxious one. I don't know what it is about this one, but I was like, God damn it, enough. He was just like, uh, he has this cough, right? He's like, he's like, oh my, oh, she's back as well. It's like a C-3PO fucking vibe to him. Yeah. And he's like, well, I've got this terrible cough. <laughs> Why don't you help me? Could you hold the medallion to my throat and, and solve this terrible cough I've had? Oh, please. Would you ever consider solving my cough? And the boy's like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, do you know why this is so annoying? Uh-huh. Jackie Chan, uh, Claire Forlani, they're reunited. They're in love. She comes back to life. Yeah. And this bumbling idiot who did nothing helpful the whole movie stumbles in and is like, make it about me. <laughs> No, he has this coming. He has this coming out moment. He's like, "I'm here." <laughs> it's that's what it is, because it's it's just like, oh, here's a great moment between you know, like Jackie Chan, Claire Forlani. You know, they're gonna be immortal together. And he's like, he's like, "Hey, I'm here too." Let's remember, make this, remember me. Let's My name's on the box me. as well. <laughs> and um, then he also 
he, he was like, when he came back, he was naked. Not, not that I'm complaining, you know, I was, you know, I'm just saying. I just would have liked to have been in the room when it happened, you know. You know. Um, Eddie and Nicole run off. Oh, that's right. He does say that. He's like, I'm not complaining, but. You know, no, he, 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 you're right. He doesn't complain hard enough. In his mind, he's like, I have to say this to yeah. confirm the lie. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'll just back off, really. <laughs> um, so Eddie and Nicole run off, and the boy walks into the light and vanishes. And freaking Watson is freaking out again. He's like, that wasn't strange. Oh, this is about me again. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like talking to himself. There's no one else in the room. Yeah, he's just bumping see the set guys like walking off behind like, the camera just tilts down because the guy looks coming <laughs> it's just lee evans in there just like oh well i guess I, I guess i'm third billing i guess that's he just has an actual breakdown on the last scene of the movie like what have i done to my career something about mary was a good movie i had a trajectory um joe he, you want to know this is his second to last movie <laughs> i believe it <laughs> better believe it because he kills it in something about mary that was like a taking off point for his career Whatever. yeah um so we freeze frame ending classic just the sign of a fucking classic jackie chan claire forlani chasing that little israeli kid <laughs> what was his name it's like farouk yeah farouk um freeze frame ending I said, Christ, this is outdated. Then pushes it off to the side like it's a Saturday afternoon movie. <laughs> and then we get bloopers. We get bloopers where that don't involve a man falling to his death. Imagine that. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, this is really outlines the difference between American bloopers and... Because I only watched one blooper. And it yeah, was Claire Forlani was... smacking Jackie Chan. He's like, Clap. oh, my God, I slacked. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I like, so you were on the scene, you psycho. <laughs> the last movie we watched... The Sun Man probably died. <laughs> he probably. Fell, he How fell off absolutely? a two-story two building, got hit by a car, and Claire Forlani's like, oh, I hit you so hard. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just feel so bad. And Jackie's like, just be a professional. <laughs> you were, yeah. He was basically like, you ruined. I got, he said I got slapped for nothing. At the end, he does that, like, Jackie Chan, or uh, does that uh, Dennis choking thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's the only blooper I watched because I was like, I'm not doing this. Uh, it's, they just played that one over and over again. Yeah. So, uh, movie's over. Yes. Um, Sammo Hung's masterpiece. <laughs> did he direct this? He... Action director. He just did the action direction. <sighs> Sammo. Sammo. Dodo. Come on. His son played one of the policemen, one of the frogmen. Okay. Yeah. So he had a cameo in it. Um, and then we talked about this. Uh, a little bit via text this movie chunks of this movie were just plagiarized from dead heat yes yes one of the worst horror movies of all time so they plagiarized a notoriously terrible movie is that an action movie joe it's a horror movie it's debatable if it's an action movie does it have action i believe it has some action yes and i think any movie with heat in it probably has some action joe let's watch dead heat Okay, we got February. It's a free for all. Yeah, we got free for all February. We got so far we've got uh, Samurai Cop two. That's right. And, and Dead Heat. Because I want to see how much of this is like overlaps. Because they said because what's I want to know. I couldn't find anything about how much the screenwriter got like absolutely reamed. Because they had to refilm a whole bunch of it. 
mm-hmm. they were like, hold on, wait a second. They were like, this script is just dead heat. Like, right. it's plagiarism. A hundred percent. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. And let's see. It is not. He is still working. Who? The writer of this. I'll be damned. He writ. He wrote things after this. He wrote Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon two. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> All right, guys, I've worked on a uh, set with wires. I think I'm knowing what I'm doing here. I'm the perfect man for the job. Oh, boy. You know how we were talking about how, um, you know, like people went back and just uh, the chaos went back to Asia and was just making Asian films. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bay Logan, who is just a white guy, he just makes Japanese or just Asian makes Asian films. now. (laughs) (laughs) He's the scriptwriter. But uh, Joe, he is the former Asian vice president of the Weinstein Company. Uh, oh. oh no hold on he was involved <laughs> hold on time out uh-oh harvey weinstein's hong kong associate bay logan accused of sexual misconduct i think i know why claire forlani's career went in the shitter <laughs> oh no joe this is bad uh-uh. oh boy all right well, Joe, on that note, <laughs> on that note, Joe, do you want to see Jackie Chan in what I hope is a more insane movie? More than I want to breathe. Yes. So the next movie we're going to do is called Bleeding Steel it is a 2017 movie. IMDb says a special forces agent is assigned to protect a scientist and his creation from a sinister gang. What they don't tell you is if you watch the preview, creation is some sort of Borg like creature. Correct. Half human, half robot. Uh, let's see. Bleeding Steel is on Pluto TV. Is that right? God, I hope not. I am done with Pluto. They fucking blow. So, so yeah, Pluto. This was Joe. Do you want to know something? Yeah. I just rented this movie because I couldn't handle I couldn't handle Pluto anymore. <laughs> I I gutted it out, but I'm not gonna do Pluto for this next one. Joe, it's on Pluto. Not happening. <laughs> it's on Pluto. It's also available to rent for three ninety nine on pretty much all your services. Worth or it. You- or you can buy Bleeding Steel for five ninety nine. Or you can buy Bleeding Steel for two ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a little discount. Uh, for keeping it, for making sure this is always in your record. So Joe, mm-hmm. pretty bad movie. You think? <laughs> like lower tier. It's nonsense. It's, it's stale, and it's stale nonsense. It is. It's stale nonsense. It's I don't know. Deaf. Yeah. So. You know what? We won't belabor it. Uh, we'll we'll be back next time. Uh, if you want to watch this piece of trash, it's on Pluto TV, like we said, or you can rent it. Uh, don't don't bother. But for Joe, this is Jeff. Take care, and you have a good one. Yeah!